Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Oversharers podcast. My name is Harbour. I'm Kilton. And today we have a brand new scenario, podcast, video, all of that. We've got a bunch of new things. Mm. You heard? Hey, Colton, how have you been? I've been all right, thank you. I've been good. The last few days have been a bit of a blur. I feel like this, oh my God, from Thursday onwards, it was just mad, wasn't it? With the whole bridal Oh yeah, yeah, bridal shower. Oh, don't you guys love bridal shower? Don't you just love a good bridal shower? I just felt like I was exercising that whole time. I wanted to be free and I was. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-mm. It's uh, it was really nice. I yeah, think, I had a great time. I think you know what's really good about bridal showers when it's people that you know, and it's like a small intimate occasion. occasion. You can be your real self. Mm. Me, you can drop it down low, <laughs> and no one's going to be judging you. And you dropped it down low, didn't you? I did, darling. I did. I was I was giving it that well, literally. Ba. Um, but yeah, no, it was really nice. It was really fun. Uh, at the end, I felt like I burned at least. It was actually five hundred. So five, there you go. That's a full on. That's a full on workout. That was. Mm. Yeah, so it was a good night. I had the biggest blunder with my makeup. So because the place has no air conditioning, my Makeup actually leaked off my face. <laughs> leaked. And like, no, when I say leaking, guys, <laughs> it's not just a little bit of sweat. She looked like she had a bottle of water <laughs> thrown on her face. It was worse. <laughs> it was like a bottle of water. It, I just looked like I'd been torched. Literally. And like it was, I've been in a sauna. I've never seen someone that the foundation, the true <laughs> colour of the foundation came back. No, I'm sorry. Nas, Nas, I, I, I can't. It's not meant for sweaty girls. Yeah. I'm sorry, but we can't. I can't use Nars anymore. I can't support them after what happened to me in that bridal shower. Do you feel like you need? No, I need to just stop overheating. Yeah, but I can't I mean, because you, that's I a don't part think... of my body. Because I feel like even if you use Huda Beauty or Charlotte Tilbury, Huda Beauty is actually better. Thing. Really? So yeah, you don't sweat as much. not as much. No, and mm. I remember back in the day, Ben Nye banana powder used to like block in all the sweat. What do you use now, Laura? Laura. And a bit of Charlotte. Yeah, I think I might have to retire Charlotte. I found out that there's better setting sprays out on the market. Mm. Mm. That just lock, lock everything in. in. Mm. Yeah, no, I just, when I saw your face, I was like, <laughs> are you actually okay? scary? Wasn't it scary? I was like, I was melting there. like a candle. And then she hid. She was like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I literally went like this and I ran upstairs and I came back with no makeup on my face. But you know what? It was good for you because at the end of the night you chilled. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The rest of us are like two in the morning trying to take off our makeup. <laughs> you know, that's the worst thing about makeup for me is the takeoff period. I'm just so over it. I In my car, I now have wipes. No, but there's absolutely no way that I can sleep with makeup on. Unless if it's like something... Like mascara, I don't mind sleeping with that on. No, concealer that's baked, I don't think you could do that. No, not concealer. But if let's say for example you just go out and you just put a bit of mascara on. That's okay. Like sometimes I'm like CBA, just do it in the morning. But if it's like a full face. No, no, no. Because your face feels itchy in the morning. Mm, I'm going to get a rash. And you just get very clumpy. It's very strange. I have done it once or twice. Out of my lazy limo. A full face, not like a full face, like concealer, maybe blusher. Mm, mm. Uh, no, but if you've got like eyeliner, lashes on, sorry, but that's just imagine waking up the next morning with your lashes on. <laughs> the lash wouldn't be on you it anymore, be like it'd be on the forehead, pillow and your mascara is leaking. It's disgusting, <laughs> but you know, what can we do? Right, so what's going on at the moment? I don't know either. World Cup, I, I, I literally before. haven't even watched one match. Have you? I yeah, you watched that match like France yeah. and Denmark. Oh, yeah, because... <laughs> and then I was rooting for Denmark because of Fatima. You know Fatima likes it when we say her name in the podcast. Oh. Hi, Fatima. <laughs> hey, Fatima. Love you. Um, no, I haven't watched one. 
at all. But I did read that all the underdogs are doing really well at the moment. And Morocco won against Belgium. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. There's another underdog team that won recently as well. Ghana against South Korea. Really? Oh. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't mm, know how good yeah, the I don't know how. Are. I don't know how good, I don't South, know how good South Korea is. So I'm mm. just, mm, it's a bit messy. It's a bit, yeah, I don't mean. Um, yeah, I don't really know what's going on in the world. All I know is that I really want to watch White Lotus. So I might start that this week. Um, I actually don't know. what. I don't even know what's happening on the news. Ever since Rishi's taken over bloody being a prime minister has gone all quiet. <clears throat> which is a good thing. Matt Hancock came third and I'm a celeb. Greeted by his... <laughs> girlfriend with open arms similar imagery to how he was at covid was when he was his, caught his hands were quite this one was quite he low. did he did a hug that was quite Around low the in the bum area though um <laughs> do you think the british public have forgiven this man i think they have because they've really enjoyed him on i'm a celeb that's really good bloody pr i tell you i'm telling you whoever his spin doctor is Literally. give him a raise because they like him again. They felt like he was relatable. I quite enjoyed him, my Mr. Leb. I only saw clips on TikTok. And I, I know I shouldn't say funny. that because it's a bit of a bitch slap to... I mean, he doesn't condone what he did, but mm. Mm, I don't. I just don't think we saw him as a person. We just knew him as a politician. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? So it's like it's not the same. Politicians need to have podcasts. Do you think? Yeah, to show the human side. Cause we just he did, he came on um, that guy's podcast. Stephen, was yeah. it Stephen Bartlett? Yeah, he came on his oh, podcast. Oh, I didn't watch that. And then a lot of people were like, they didn't, I don't think it did what he wanted. It didn't do what it was supposed, to, it didn't give what it was supposed to have given. Basically, and... Um, but celeb, I'm a celeb. I, it really did. It really did. And someone made a compilation of him running. And, he looked, <laughs> and they said he looks really sexy. <laughs> it's like, are you blind? No, no. Just, uh, sexy blind? is not the word. It's I not the word I would Matt use. Hancock. You know what it is, though? Do you think if, if he had a bit more hair? No, I just, I don't, I can't. You know, there's certain people you can force attraction. No, I no. just don't think you can. Not with Matt. I'm so sorry, Matt. No. No, no, no. No. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So who's one I'm a celeb? I don't even know. I don't even watch I'm a celeb. I don't know who's one. I just saw that he I just saw on TikTok. I just watched certain things on TikTok. Yeah. And I think... The girlfriend came and it's like hold to neck, black top. Oh, she like swung her arms around him. Oh, nice. And then there was like a. At least they're going strong. And then on the vlog, it was like that image of her hugging next to the one where they were caught doing the the dirty, the you know, breaking the law. I mean, it's at least it's helpful that they're still together. Yeah, that they broke a home. They broke many homes. Two. Yeah. Not only they broke. Laws, which <laughs> oh, yeah, broke they many did. homes. <laughs> literally, they bro- they literally did everything. <laughs> but I'm 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 pleased that they're still together, and it wasn't just the fling. Yeah, that helps. <sighs> I mean, what is the right way to go about it? If you're attracted to someone, I would just I wouldn't do that though. That's for sure. Yeah, he was he was in love. That's what he um, kept saying on the show. <laughs> Why does that make me laugh? <laughs> I was in love. I just don't believe it. I just it just comes off. Like, like I just feel like I just don't It's like he was prepped to say of that course. by the spin doctor. It's like, right, make sure that you go with the love theme, stick to that. That's gonna do great and you've got with the to general be continuous public. with it. You've got to be relatable by saying certain things that you do and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Make sure you cry. Crying makes you more appealing. <laughs> I was Matt Hancock's PR person, I'd probably tell him I'd get a raise, I'll tell you that. I'd ask for a raise. Are you that confident? If I was his PR person, he came out third in I'm a Celeb. I'd, I'd ask him for a raise. No. So the question is, if if you were Matt Hancock's PR person, what would you? What is the angle that you would instruct him to like go about? His <laughs> I would make him mending the public image. I would ask him to be a bit funny, a bit relatable. Mm. Um, and just I thought that's wholesome. what they did. And I think that's what they did. Yeah. But like, now I involved. don't, because we kind of understand this side of what PR is, who's the real him? Yeah. Cause he but was then like, again, can you fake it for that long? He was like getting involved in all the dancing. He was doing the candy. He was I doing know, a bit yeah. Of... See, very relatable. But I saw the candy and it was, it was, he had no, he had no, he had, he had no, no rhythm. He had nothing. Yeah, absolutely no rhythm. But it, 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 he tried. 
And I he gave it what, a good shot, and, and I, think I think that's, that's what, what's important. That's what the public liked. Mm. It was like when that girl from Love Island did. Do you know that dance? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Which, which I can't remember her name. No, this is like couple years ago. Who Priscilla? But she was good. Priscilla was good, the black girl. No, so they were like roasting her on Twitter, basically saying that it reminded them of something that they'd see at like the Afro-Caribbean Society Union. <laughs> 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 it just made me laugh. You know who was really good at Love Island with the dancing? Shanice. And, and Luke. Name? That was it. Yeah. When they gave it the d d d together, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then when they came out, they just carried on doing those kind of darcy TikToks. TikToks. Yeah. Mm. It's a shame they broke up. Anyway, Matt Hancock, well done to you. I did watch Love and Hip Hop. Once upon yes, a yes, time. Once upon a time. Oh, God. Did you see the recent Love and Hip Hop with Safari and Erica? Oh, I saw Safari a clip. So bad. Oh, he's awful. I saw a clip where he just and wouldn't apologise to yeah, her. Yeah, and it creeps me out how, like, two seasons ago, he was proposing to her, like, two years ago. Yeah, two seasons ago, he was proposing to her. And, like, he did, he did everything. The flowers, the declarations. Really? He was like, I love you. And now he treated her like this with her two kids. That's so sad. But I mean, it takes me back to the gut feeling conversation. It does, and it's just so it's really sad. And then in the in the reunion, he was just sitting there while Eric is like bawling her eyes out, and people were telling him to like, apologize, speak, up, to her. speak, do do talk. Someone else's experience. Someone and like then, that. And he he was, was like, he was a brick. He was just. I know, but I just think he's very... I feel like he's one of those petty people and he doesn't want to acknowledge it. Anyway, he doesn't have to pay child support either. Why not? I don't know. I didn't get the ins and outs of that, but apparently he doesn't need to pay as much child support as she would like. That's really sad. You know, he promised her that he was going to look after her and the baby and all this stuff. I know, it's really sad. What a dog. Oh, I need to stop using dog as an insult because people have dogs that they really love. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually true. Yeah. What pig? Pig. People like micro pigs. Can't really use any animal then, can we? Soon people start saying don't cancel out. Don't don't use any animal name because they've got feelings. Should I say cat? What little cat? <laughs> I think that's already got a meaning. <laughs> <laughs> what little cat? What little pussy um, cat. But did you know that Erica Mena had a um, an affair? With DJ Envy. No. <laughs> really? Back in the day. Cheeky little. While well, he was with his wife. Oh, that's even worse. And then, and then it all came out, but yeah, it was a bit mad. Right, anyway, shall we continue with the scenario called Tournay? Yeah, let's go. So we've got two scenarios from our lovely listeners, guys. They're quite similar. I've read one, Colton's read one, um, and they're very intense. Quite sad. Quite one sad. The one that I read was a bit. I already feel like I'm already judging, not the person who wrote it, but the the situation. The men. The <laughs> men in it. It's always the men. Um, but we're going to try and keep an open mind and hopefully we can try and come up with some sort of resolution for this lovely sister. So the title of the scenario says repeat offender. Hey, Callie and Hava, I absolutely love listening to your podcast and I've been contemplating for a while now to send you a scenario. (laughs) I've been married 11 years to a man I fell in love with. My parents were not so happy, but I married him. A month or two into our marriage, I saw my husband's phone and he was was on dating apps, (gasps) talking to girls and flirting. It's only been two months. Our marriage sexually was not lacking in anything for him to have any excuses to be looking elsewhere. Anyway, I confronted him and he apologised. I forgave him and got on with it. We went on to have a child and when she was around six months old, I caught him doing the same thing. I was so furious, but again, I forgave him. Another year or so passed and I caught him again and he lied and said that there was nothing to go on. Listen... Every time I say, every time he cheats, can you just put your fingers up so far we're on three? Okay. 
Another year or so passed, I caught him again and he lied and said that there was nothing going on, but I pretended to be him by changing my WhatsApp name and she began speaking flirtatiously. I was so angry, I told him I would leave him. He apologised again and I forgave him. Another year. We're on five. (laughs) Another year. So after this, I caught him on dating sites again. I confronted him and this time told him to leave the house a few days. He went and after a few days he was back. I forgave him. Time went on and we had a second, third and fourth child. After my fourth, I began to suspect something was off about him. But I put it to bed because in the beginning of 2021, my father was in hospital for COVID. I put my thoughts to the back of my head and concentrated on what was going on with my father who sadly passed away in February 2021. Sorry. Um... Anyway, my husband was there for me. In March, one day, we were at home doing house chores and my phone was downstairs and I asked if I could kill time and use his phone. He gave me his phone and without going out of my way, I found explicit messages between him and another girl. I was shocked, horrified and heartbroken completely. I called her and screamed. I know, it's been six. We know it's six, don't worry. (laughs) Okay, can I put my hand? You can put your hand down. I called her and screamed. And she tried to explain to me that it means nothing. He means nothing to her, and he told me the same. Again, as you can imagine, the mug that I am, I forgave him. Eventually, after my father passed away, I had a really tough year, as you can imagine. Coming to terms with it was really difficult for me. In January of this year, my partner's behaviours began to change again and crazy thoughts started to go through my head. I confided in one of my close friends and she told me to see if I can log on to his phone bill account, which I did, and got into it. And lo and behold, he's been talking to her, the girl from last year. There's so many of them. There's just so many. I don't know which one it is. Right. So he's been talking to her. They never stopped speaking last year. And when we caught... Well, even during the father passing? Yeah, they were talking that whole time. And when she got, when they got caught the first time, I was absolutely broken woman who saw nothing but rage and I did not know how to handle it. A week after this happened, his father had a stroke and I feel like I rushed to be better for him because he was going through something after all these months now I feel like I despise him I'm done with him I've always kept it in and never exposed him to the family kept quiet but feel like my patience never pays off because he's always taken advantage of me and my forgiving nature I feel so many things I feel worthless what do I do should should I have seen those red flags at the beginning of our marriage I feel like now I need outsiders opinion on what I should do or should have done right off the bat <laughs> they were on six seven no because the other is, oh yeah because the girls continue yeah. seven is six anyway right off the bat we've got six occasions in which he has cheated on her now let's not think about the stuff that he she probably doesn't know exactly we don't know what he's hiding we already know he's a sneaky mother beep mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. So there's probably a lot of stuff that she hasn't even seen yet that Allah has not even showed her. Maybe to keep her. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. And also, every single time she's forgiven him, I'm not mad at her for forgiving him. I'm just mad that like... Six times though. Yeah, it's, do you know what? Like, oh, you don't understand this guy could be a complete narcissist. Do you know what I mean? That's he could be true. manipulating her. And on top of that, she's got, what's it, four kids. She's got four kids. So I'm me. not mad at the forgiveness. However, I am mad that in that time, she didn't plan her escape. Mm. It's like, you, like, after she the, She thought like, it was going to be fine. She thought it was going to be fine on. each time. Of course it's not going to be fine because once somebody does something like that and you, and you continue to show them that you're going to forgive them... They're taking you for a mug. And she's not planning, like, her removal out of that situation. Because that behavior not only affects her, it affects the kids as well. Later in life, that is going to affect them. I agree. I felt like you were telling me off there. I'm so angry. You know what it is? I just, I'm trying to, and I don't want to be judgmental to her, but I'm trying to understand it from her perspective. I understand having young children and feeling like 
you you're forced to kind of forgive because of the fact that you've got kids you want to keep your family together and he's probably minimized it and made her feel like it's just a message I won't do it again I'm so sorry I was distracted it's not just a message really and truly I don't think she really knows the ins and outs of like how corrupt this person is because he fine someone can cheating is a mistake people shouldn't do it but I feel like it's a choice that people make. And he's made it time and, and, and time, time again. again. And it's like, he absolutely has no respect for you. Like, that's the honest truth. Yeah. He has no respect for the foundation of the marriage you're in, for the kids that you have, for the house that you built. He has no respect for your forgiveness. He literally, he literally treats you like a doormat. I'm going to be honest. And that's the honest truth. The main two things for me are... People like this, they make you feel isolated because they already make you feel like you're ashamed to tell people like that are close to you that he's done this to you because you're like, oh my God, he's, it's going to break my family up. People are going to think he cheated on me. I'm ashamed. Do you know what I mean? So she's already isolated herself because she's dealing with it on her own. And then the second thing that he's done is the fact that he's continuously choosing to cheat on her and and just getting away with it. There's no like... There's no repercussions. There's no, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing that comes. He just keeps getting away with it. And that's why it keeps happening. I just, I personally think, like Carlton said, you need to create, you've now said, I despise this person. You've now said that I can't carry on this way. This is not the way that I want to. And you deserve love. You deserve someone who treats you with respect, who is there for you and who is present in your relationship. Do you know what I mean? This situation can be so traumatic because she's probably never going to trust another man again. It is traumatic. This is the worst situation. I can't even speak. That's how mad I am. Yeah. This is the worst situation to be in. And he's so disrespectful. He's, my man is fully like. He doesn't give a shit. Like, like, he's breeding her. No, forget he's, he's just breeding her. He's me. I'm so angry. Forget he's breeding her. Forget all of that. Sorry. They're married You're at the end animal. of the day. They're allowed to do that. What makes me so angry is like. How after somebody has forgiven you for cheating, do you not learn from your, from, do you not learn a lesson? Do you not learn from your actions? So in the six times that he's cheated on her, it's showing me that this man is unable to keep promises, unable to learn from bad behavior, completely. He's a liar. Yeah, completely disloyal. Like he's just everything that repels me from men. Literally. So I just think, you know what? She's messaged us. She's told us her story. And you know what? I do sympathize as well because it is a hard situation to be in con- considering all the baggage that is around her. Is that a horrible thing to say? No, it's true though. Because in her mind, There's she a thinks lot. She, she loves this person and she keeps continuing to forgive him and she thinks that he's going he's to going change. To, he's not... He's never like, going to change. He's not going to change. He's going to continue to take the piss out of you until you are the sh- a shell of a woman. Until you can't even speak to your family, your friends, can't speak to anyone around you about the situation because you feel like they're going to judge you and you're going to feel like... That nothing's going to happen. You're not even... It's, it's going to get to a point where you feel like what changes they're going to happen. It's going to get to a point acceptance exactly it's gonna get to a point where you think this life is normal this isn't normal sweetheart no it really isn't this is not how relationships should be he's after the first time after the first time which was one month into that marriage and she saw those text messages that he was sending to that girl i feel like there should have been a big repercussion yeah to shook to shook do you know what i mean and if he did it again then that should have been the end of that marriage. Yeah, I agree. And I would have waited to have... Ch- I would have waited. I would have waited. If I, if, if I but had... I mean, you don't control that. So. Yeah, but if you have a niggling feeling in the back of your mind that you don't trust this person, it is best to wait until you have children. Because once the kids are involved... And I just... Two months into the marriage, that is your honeymoon phase. That is when you guys are like in the force of love. Like, you only see each other. Do you feel like he was having those babies with her out of guilt 
because it feels like it feels like there was just one period after a few cheating scandals that he just had loads of babies with her. Yeah. And then he went back to cheating again. Yeah. So it's like, what, what has he got a guilty conscience? Like, what, what's going on? Does he on? feel like he's not getting enough of her? What is it? It just I doesn't just really make sense I really wish I could go me. into the mind of a cheater. It doesn't make well, sense. Well, one thing that I will understand, yeah, is when you... Uh, my understanding of cheating is, like, if I have, like, mentally just shut down from someone, like, I don't want them. But I feel like women's no, perspective of cheating. I know, but like a men apparently don't cheat. Emotions, yeah, no emotions don't. involved. It's strictly that's physical. even worse for me. Yeah, you're just doing it like you're as, going as, to it, the as shops. if you're going. Yeah, as if you're drinking a bottle of water. That's even worse for me. And I think the biggest thing for me is the fact that she keeps forgiving him, and there's no change. The thing is, what she needs to understand is she's not the problem. Do you know what I mean? No, like, it's you're, him. You're not the problem. You don't need to, like, put up with this. You really don't. I think two, some of the things that might deter someone from leaving, the fact that she's got four children, we don't know how old they are. I'm assuming they're quite young, if you've only been married 11 years. Um, so the stability aspect of if you meet, if you leave this person... Are they my breadwinner? How am I going to survive? No, but I'm telling to, you... She needs to boss up now. That's true. Literally. I would even suggest giving it six months to a year to get your bearings, get mm-hmm. everything in order to prepare you for to your leave. departure out of this toxic situation. Because the situation you're in right now is not healthy. It's not healthy for you oh, and it's kids. not healthy for your children. And mm-hmm. I think that she should also speak to her parents about this. Mm-hmm. I think she should reveal what Absolutely. sort of person he is. And I think you need to move forward. And the only way to move forward is I don't think you can stay in this situation. It's not, it's just not feasible. No, but the thing is we have to, we don't know what her financial situation no, is I'm like. No, I'm saying she should plan. We, but yeah. I'm saying in her mind, she needs to put in her mind, this person is not for her. Yeah. I don't even think she should stay for six months to a year, actually. I retract that. Do you know why? Because as soon as her parents know what sort of person this is, and I really hope, inshallah, that they're not the sort of parents to encourage her to go back because that would literally... He's your man. You've got kids together. You can work this out. Men do this. No, 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 you no, need no. To, And you know the worst one is when they say, what have you been doing at home? Do you cook for him? Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you please your husband? Are you good to him? Like it's your fault. Exactly. Toxic. So I really hope they're the sort of parents that are supportive. And also, if the parents aren't supportive... I reckon she should speak to her friends. I know, but also she's got four children. She needs to have some sort of money coming in, whether that's yeah. But you know when I say speak to people, oh, to get their perspective. You mean no? What do you mean to get their support so they can physically support her out of this situation? Because there might be. I don't know. This is what I'm trying to say. I don't know what her financial situation is like. I don't know what qualifications are like. I don't know if. If it's even feasible for her to boss up in six months to a year to leave. Do you know what I mean? So I just, I feel like she needs a lot of support around her right now. I agree with that. I think she should definitely tell her family and her friends. I think she needs to be honest about the breakdown and what it's like. Um, And then I think whether you leave now or you leave in six months, you just need to have that thought in your head. Now, we're not ones to break up marriages and... And I just, I, I think for me, this is even past like counselling and, you know, repairing and all that stuff. No, I just, I can't. It's beyond repair. I don't think I could ever go back with someone like this in my life. I think the only thing I would ask and I hope that he can do is co-parent. Like, it's really sad to say, but this marriage, like the, the foundations of this marriage have broken down. I don't even see this There's as no like... Trust. Yeah, I just don't even see this as a partnership anymore. Because even moving on, even if he says, I will never do this again, and you I'm moving on. You can't trust him. You can't After trust him, After the seventh yeah. time. I would literally be paranoid. I would be paranoid. I would actually laugh in his face. I, I won't do it again. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'd literally just be paranoid the whole time thinking, what's he doing on his phone? Like, it's just not healthy. No. It's really not healthy. And you're going to have that deep-rooted resentment where even if you do forgive him and he does change, There's you're still no going to hate him deep down. You are ever... I just don't believe 
that she will ever be able to continue a marriage with this person without looking over her shoulder, without wondering what he's doing, without without, him. without being paranoid, of without dis- yeah, she even says she despises him. Yeah. So like, what like what is left? Please, like, there's nothing. There's, <laughs> there's nothing left. There's literally nothing left. And you know what's so sad? I just, I really hope you've got the support of your friends and your family. And I think you should really, really hone in on that because they will show you. If I feel like if you spoke to them when it was happening two, three times, maybe... Those perspectives would have helped you. Yeah, to see the light. But you know when you're just stuck in your own situation and you're in your own home, you're seeing all of this shit, you don't know how to handle it, you don't have anyone to really talk to because you're ashamed, like, this is how he's made you feel. Yeah. You're stuck, you're trapped. To be honest, if my husband did that... Yeah. God forbid. God forbid. But if he did seven times... Would you be able to look me in the eye and say, my husband cheated on me seven times? Like, how difficult is that to say? It's painful. I'd be ashamed. My husband of 11 years. Say 11 years? Yeah. My husband of 11 years cheated on me seven times. Imagine saying that to a friend. I I can see why she's scared. I can see why it's... I see why she's scared. I can see why it's difficult for her to leave this person but sis like it doesn't even matter but he'll probably mind f you to make you feel like he is your everything that you are not going to survive without him that you are not going to have a good life without him but trust me you will you will like the first step is just admitting this person's wrongs to yourself you need to literally say them out loud to yourself all the things that he's done. I'll even go as far as making a bloody list because at least then she's got receipts. Even get receipts. Get your receipts in order. And I think you need to pray istikhara and you need to go back to Allah to make it easy for you and to make the situation easy. So then if you do separate, it's in a very smooth way and he doesn't make your life hell because you really don't need that if you've got four children. The other thing I was going to say that you really touched on was the step that you take to basically make yourself think, you know what, I'm actually leaving this situation and I'm planning to leave. Because when you put that into your head and you make yourself believe that, you will never be swayed, never. No matter what he says to you, what your family say, what anyone says, you are sticking to who you are because you've made that decision for yourself and you really need to think about that. Because I think that's the hardest bit, the acceptance to actually leave. Yeah, no, she has to keep repeating the mantras to herself. I will keep repeating because the you that deserve done, love, but not in a way that is like I want to seek revenge, but in a no. way as to remind me what sort of person is living in my house, and th- and this is the reason why I need to get out of here. So plan your strategy for leaving that situation be very meticulous about it, and also like I just think you need to get your bearings, hun. You do. And the other thing is, you need to remember your worth. Like, what what do you need? Who are you? Do you know what I mean? You deserve a good man, a trusting man, a loyal man. You deserve love. You deserve someone that you can trust and you can be with who yeah. doesn't lie to you. Exactly. And, and the that's other side, out there. The other side of this situation isn't lonely. It's not going to be filled with sadness. It's just going to be freedom. It is because you've got your children. You've got your life back. You don't need to rely on him and be catering to him. And you know, it just angers me that this man's cheated on her and he's probably asking her, have you made my food? Have you you seen my shorts? Have you seen my trousers? Have you ironed my shirt for me? I would literally, I would spit. I would spit in his tea. I'd be like, after what you've done to me, you want me to make No, don't food. spit in his tea because you know what? That's very petty. It is. But it just angers me. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Oh. I'm just so pissed off. I just feel really triggered by this scenario. I, just, I shouldn't be making it about myself. But honestly, like, I just... Uh, it can happen to I'm any, really anyone I'm really riled up. Gonna happen and to I just feel so us. sorry for her. Four kids. I know, but Alhamdulillah, Allah's the one that planned for those kids to enter this earth. So that's fine. The kids are a blessing. The kids are a blessing, Alhamdulillah. But you know what, darling? You've done your 11-year sentence now. Oh, uh, yeah. You've got your kids. A Freedom is a must. You've got your Soon gonna... touch roads. Go back to the gym. Get your nice body back. Get your face back. Get your life back. Go get a job. Do whatever you want. Start 
preparing the babysitters now. <laughs> I'm not even joking. All get, those cousins, Get your those support siblings. system around you. Tell them what's happened. Get the babysitters ready. Because you're not going to be doing this by yourself. There's no, no way. And you need to speak to your family in a way where it's like, you know, you've dealt with this for a very long time now. And there's no more. You just don't have any more left in you. And do not... If I'm thinking, like similar to our communities, they get very triggered by divorce. They make you feel bad for getting a divorce. No, stand your ground. Stick to it. This is better for you and your children. And I feel like leaving this man, your life is going to be better. It's going to improve significantly, inshallah. Inshallah. Oh, what a demon. That really took it out of me, that did. And you know what? There's so many people, so many women going through this. I know. And if you are and you're listening to this podcast, wallahi or billahi, yeah, you will have a better life once you are free from toxicity. It might take longer to leave because, you know, you need to sort out your life or do whatever you need to. But if you just put it into your mind, this person is not for me. The way he's treating me is not for me. Repeat it back to yourself. And remember, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that light being your escape out of the darkness, which is living with that man. and you know what men men i just want to address the men here why why would you do that to your wife like do you not understand the sanctity of marriage if you want to go about talking to other women divorce her and go about your life exactly you don't need to to stay married if you want to cheat give her her you cannot have your what's it called have your and eat it you can't doesn't work that way. Why are you causing heart? And it's like they don't even think about the mental torture and the anguish you're putting. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say this. Ladies who are listening to this podcast today, if you catch your man texting random women, I would even go as far as to suggest if it's the first time that he's done it, forgive him once. The second time, get your divorce. I agree with that. It's harder said than done. And as a married person, I will say it's very hard to get through difficult situations. But what's even worse? No, because you know what I don't like? to that situation. Should I tell you what pisses me off? It's the fact that these guys think that they could just get away with it. It's fine. My wife's going to forgive me. Mm. It's okay. She well, loves me. I'll hide me. it. It's all right, I'll twist it so it doesn't look like I was actually cheating, that she's my friend. There's so many different ways that he spin, he can spin it and make her feel like she's a shit person for discovering him. Do you know what I mean? If you catch him the second time, bin him. Right, thank you so much for sending in that scenario. Please give us an update, hopefully, with what happens in the future. We are really praying for you and we hope you really get through this as much as possible. And don't forget to always seek counsel with Allah. Because he's he's going to make it easy for you. That can make it easier. Right, scenario number two, guys. We are ready. Ready to rumble. Okay. So... I recently got married to this man. He is great, loving and sexy and all. We moved in together and things seemed to be going on okay. Till one day, he just wouldn't want to have intercourse with me. I spoke to him about it, trying to find out what the issue was. And all I got from him is that it was a him problem and not me. He asked me to give him time and he would come about. I took it as he might be stressed because we were in a marriage. Loads of things going on work and family wise. Fast forward six months down the line, I asked him to get sexy because I was getting frustrated. Again, he has the same excuse. I started crying and he was all loving, comforting, promising that we would try to be intimate again. One year passes by and still no sex. My guy is busy watching porn, masturbating, trying to cover it up. I confronted him about it, but he was not too moved by the questions. Again, it was a lame old apology. So of late, I noticed 
He's been talking to some guards, sending them nudes of his man, Dingo. I have caught him in several occasions sending provocative messages to these girls on Instagram. He doesn't know I have seen these messages because he sits next to me, sends or he waits till I'm asleep and goes off and watches TV late at night. But he is sitting in the, in the lounge texting and sending nudes. The other day he thought I'd left the house for work. I heard him talking to his friend describing what he wants to do to one of the girls. I kept quiet and walked out um, as if I didn't hear a thing. Oh, and get this, his friend is married and he is also cheating on his wife. Oh my God, this is so disgusting. Oh, we hardly sleep in the same room because he needs his space, I guess, to be sexting and sending nudes. I literally have to beg for sex. I'm starting to feel dirty, unloved and not wanted. I feel like I'm only here as a cleaner, cook and caretaker of the house. Anytime I try to talk about it, it's like he hears me but goes on to do the opposite. It's been two years now and our sex life is dead. I thought sex was an act of service in marriage, but I guess it's not. Advice, please, girls. Oh, Oh, this makes me feel icky. He reminds me of those creeps that send bloody (laughs) dick pics. It's disgusting behaviour. This is absolute fadarok. This is really, really disgusting. It's actually made me feel a bit icky. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable right now. Me either. Yeah, it's really unsettled me. Me too. I feel a bit like... Dirty. I yeah. Don't like it. Um, I just think t- he's just a creep. He's a creep. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> what else can I say? What is it? A marriage or a relationship? He's a marriage. No, sis, he's not married no more, honey. You know what you need to do. He's cheating as well. That's disgusting. No, like these women, they know what they need to do. Oh God, two years without. Oh so, God. So in the whole time that he was with her, he just didn't really sleep with her. Basically. No, but he's doing other things to pleasure himself. Exactly. So that tells me that you are not somebody... It's not priority. You're not his priority at all. Not at all. But also, like, I just... I don't think that you're someone who he even finds sexually attractive. Like, I think he's brought you in for the purposes of taking care of his, like, needs. other needs. But, he, but that particular need is for these random women online. <laughs> I just find that just... It just doesn't, this like, is what I was talking about earlier when I said, why are you wasting people's times and lives? Like, I don't understand. This, to, you just, this man is a creep to me. Like, it's disgusting. Why are you texting women? Why are you sending dick pics? Ill. Like, uh, it makes me heave. It literally makes me heave. The fact that his only male... And you know when they say... Your friends are who you are. Like his dirty his friend friends cheating. Is, Ill. Do you know what I mean? They're doing it together. <laughs> the gruesome I think, you know twosome. what? She should throw bombs. She should tell that wife as well what yep. her husband's doing. And she needs to tell this man, <laughs> sling your rook, mate. I'm no, over it. I just deal with what's going on in her house. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm getting triggered. I hate them both. <laughs> I know. I think the, the two scenarios like, together have he's just... He's like egging him on. <laughs> I feel like the two scenarios together have just made us feel really horrible. Like, just like... Please, if you are going through this, wallahi, you deserve more. Like, this is not a life. You deserve to be loved properly. And if it's not happening, then walk away. Oh, this ain't it, sis. Wallahi, it's not. It's like, who said you've got to be stuck with someone forever? You guys, all you are to these men are caretakers. Are you his mum? Are you That's what you are. He's acting like a teenage boy right now. Up in his bedroom. Masturbating. Masturbating. Ew! (laughs) Watching porn. Coming downstairs late at night. Like, do you know how <laughs> creepy that is? <laughs> his very teenage behaviour. Very teenage. He's regressing. <laughs> and you don't need this. No, no, you're his mum. These women are mums. Literally. And it's like, you deserve to be adored. You deserve to have someone like, be that loved, wants you. Be loved, be adored, be cared for, be treated as queens because that's what you are. You are not cleaners, cooks, and caretakers you are women you are very attractive women very intelligent women and you need to switch switch on on now i don't feel like she's confronted him no she's spoken to him about him not wanting her but she's like hiding all these things that she's seeing she should confront him tell him this is i see what you're doing what's going on do you want this marriage to work? No, 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 there's no options. I'm sorry, there's no options. 
do you want this marriage? Well, yes, I do. Okay, let's go to couples counseling. No, no ever. but I just feel like she hasn't even confronted him. She's like hiding in so the... So what's in confrontation the... going to do? Yeah, she needs to tell him, listen, I know what you're doing. You're a dirtbag and I'm gone. Interesting. I just don't, I just don't even feel like these men deserve chances. Number one scenario, especially, does not deserve no, no he more doesn't. chances. He's like, he's out of chances, mate. He's like, he's like a cat with nine flipping lives, <laughs> seven lives, he's but he's not going to make it to nine. He's but this back one, longer. this one is dirty. Shall I tell you what? He's just dirty. <laughs> he's just giving me dirt. <laughs> Isn't it though? It's giving me creepy he's a uncle dirty. Vibes. <laughs> he's a dirty, dirty man because because his wife. Uh, they're lying in bed and he's sending nudes to other women. And then, can I just say, the confidence to be sending nudes next to your wife. Like he While does she's in bed demanding that you pay you. attention to her. Lie, but you're paying attention her. to random women on the internet that you have never met in your life. There's, that's what I'm saying. There's no He may thing. have actually met them. Keep that in the back yeah, of your head. Yeah, like the, uh, that's the worst thing about both these situations. Like because we both, don't know what they've done. Exactly, they could be doing much worse, and it could escalate. But what what's really triggered me the most? He's lying next to her, right? Sending nudes. Exactly. The disrespect. Nah, mate. Both nah. of these men need to go in the bin. And you know what, Harder? I really do try and stick up for people, especially I like. There's nothing to stick. Sometimes up for I, th- I, do you know what I mean? Sometimes I think maybe there's a reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I really try and be an appeaser, but nah, bruv. There is no reason to accept this sort of today, behavior. I'm so sorry, but you need to be called out. Today, two divorces are happening. Well, I and I and we are not people that in, we. I don't. I like to run away from the word divorce. I'll be honest with you, because I always think there's other ways to cover stuff. But this, I'm so sorry. This is unforgivable. You're dirty. Dirty is the perfect word. Well, no, there's no other. It's made me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Let me not laugh. It's very perverted. It just, it just tells me. You know when you see random like other y'all, I know, and they just got that pervy vibe, and it makes you very uncomfortable. That's how I feel right now. (laughs) Now imagine how she feels in her own house. No, that's so disgusting. You know what? They she needs to first of all give herself the complete ick, and I I'm surprised (laughs) that she already hasn't caught the ick from the things that this man is doing. But if you haven't caught the ick. Give yourself the complete ick because this, this is, so is enough to if give I you... If I caught my husband watching porn <laughs> and I saw what he was watching... I'm, uh, <laughs> that would be the biggest turn off for me. Do you I'm know what the, I mean? I'd be like... <laughs> oh, I saw him... I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? It's disgusting. No, two divorces, guys. <laughs> two divorces. Two divorces. <sighs> oh, just, I feel very uncomfortable. Can we talk about something happy for for two minutes, please? Oh, I'm just furious, oh, honestly. Oh, I don't even feel like you know what is really pissing me off is I don't even feel like I was able to get my points across because the emotions so that I was feeling. Because usually we're some we're quite level headed. We're able to pick things apart and work on them step by step. But this has just made me sick. This last one's really made me. <laughs> I feel very. And you know what? Those of you listening, I'm so sorry if you feel creeped out like we do. Yeah, apologies. We need to know what this cleanser. is actually triggering. This is really <sighs> triggering. And if you do feel triggered, honestly, I would invite you to click pause and come back to us when you're ready to listen to. Actually, the scenario is more or less finished now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's finished now, but yeah. <laughs> But if you do feel triggered, please go listen to some Taylor Swift. Yeah, honestly, go listen to some, like, some S Club 7. Music, do you know what I mean? Some happy music. Go go listen to Coco Melon. S Club 7, Joe, is a bit... Mm. It's a bit racist. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Shilpa! Shilpa Shet, I cannot believe... And you it know so what? She was worse than Jay Goody. She was, because she was... <laughs> Not she was only was she ah ha she denied it in front of Davina. Really? She denied it. At least Jade... Took accountability. She apologized, 
she understood her wrongdoing in the scenario. Joe, on the other hand, oh, I never did that. What was it? Like me? Yeah, something like that. Is it me? She goes, I never did that. It was just this really famous thing that she said. I can't even remember. If anyone remembers, please let me know. (laughs) It's really horrible. But you know what? And also Danielle Lloyd. She was. She she got off scot free. Yeah, but she was a mean girl. Yeah, she wasn't very nice at all. But it was the microaggressions, the way they were making her feel. I know. It felt like back in the nineties when I was in school. They were like, Shilpa, you always get the shopping. You always get the rice. Why is she eating with her hands? Why is she eating with her hands? And they were saying things like poppadoms. I know, so ra- that was so racist. I know. It was actually shocking. And you know what made me laugh, though? You know when they told, um, when they told them and they showed them the clip and it was like the Indian government's gotten involved. I know, literally. I was like, good. And then, oh God, but when Jade went to India... Apparently it caused like a foreign crisis between the two nations. But when Jade went to India, um, Big Brother, that's That's when when she found out she had had cancer. cancer. Honestly, you know what? I actually have a soft spot in my heart for Jade Goody. I don't know why. Because I watched that whole documentary when she was... (laughs) Well, she was is that when your sister said to me that you cried but you didn't? I actually did cry, but it wasn't like a it wasn't uh. like a dramatic cry. It was just really sad. I felt like God was punishing her. I felt that as well. Mm. Poor Jade. That's why we. But she did advocate for the smear test. Have you seen her she son on EastEnders? It's very beautiful. Very beautiful. Alone, alone, Barrack. That's all I have to Bobby. say. Bobby, Bobby. Wow, very beautiful. He's got lovely lips. He's got mm. her lips and like bright blonde hair. Yeah, and he's got big eyes, but it's very cute. He's he actually beautiful. looks like his mum. Yeah, he does. I'm glad the other does. one looks like. I'm glad he looks like his mum. It's a little bit of her. Yeah, it's like we've world. got a bit of Jade with us in the world. Anyway, guys, this is the end of the episode. We hope you guys really enjoyed it. We love you. Thank you so much for supporting us. Um, and make sure that you follow our Instagram and TikTok pages and you also download the episodes. And to our two wonderful, strong, beautiful women in the scenario, I just want you guys to know that the grass is actually greener on the other side. You guys are going to get through this. You guys know what you need to do. And I promise you, your lives will significantly increase. It will be so much better. May Allah protect you guys. Make it easy for you to transition out of these relationships that you're in. And I hope you actually take our advice because... Like, Honestly, we're not even... We're not even capping. This is, this is serious. Horrible. It's disgusting what they're doing to both of you. It's actually disgusting. And I'm so glad that we read these two scenarios back to back because both women need to... Re- like yeah. So that they can look at each other's situations and compare and contrast. They're quite similar, but also very different. Mm. And I really hope, inshallah, that you find a way out of it. We do. Love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.